0: Someone I took, took on
1: tour? Yeah, like from somewhere else in the world like that you took when um, you used to take yes. people on tour. i got lots of stories. I
0: don't, I'm trying to think of a quick
1: one. What's the weirdest person that you took on tour?
0: There's a weird German girl who came Perfect. to Canada. Yeah. To As soon you don't
1: have to say weird and German. That's <laughs> redundant.
0: <Okay. laughs> Those are just the
2: Germans. This is the show,
1: guys. This is the show. <laughs> Hold that thought. Yeah. No, we're recording. Oh. It's called a cold opening, and then you go into the song. You see how you blow it again, Dave? See, we change things, and then you're supposed to just let it happen as a fourth wall fuck. thing. You're welcome.
2: Fuck charters.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, we try to do it here. I'm leading our guest, Brandon McIntosh, <laughs> into a nice story about how he was a tour guy, and he met a weird German, which you don't have to say weird German. It was a joke. And we're like, oh, things are going well. We got an actual show starting <laughs> with you know a little bit of banter. It started off a bit shaky, but then it was picking up steam, and then charters yeah. comes to take a big shit on the birthday. Yeah. Q charters. Cue charters to fuck it up. <laughs> Why don't you just play the song, then? Let's get the this show started. This is the show. We're <laughs> yeah. going to have our shot? We're gonna do our oh, let's do the shot, shot. <laughs> yeah. Here's to the new live from the Dutch Hall, the new, uh, the new abode, a new guitar, a, a new beginning, really, an international oh. sensation. Cheers, everyone.
2: Cheers.
1: Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross.
2: I'll cheers you after.
1: Hit it. Each and every week, a group of ragtag misfits finds their way to Pine Grove, Ontario to sit in a person's back shed and record a bunch of ramblings for an hour. And most of the time it goes off into the internet, left to Stephen Harper and those who would just, the the mist of the abyss of what is the the information highway, but one week, last week in particular, it decided to do something different. It, the Live from the Dutch Hall last week decided to become an international sensation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We went all over the world. People from all over the world found us because they love fisting and porno, apparently. Apparently,
2: yes. they go hand in hand and fist.
1: Or it could be the Germans, you know.
2: The Germans. But the
1: world came. The world came to listen to Live from the Dutch Hall. So I said, we got to change this around. We got to make it fancier, you know? Like This is a big deal now. So we're in our best behavior, right? So get an international sensation as a guest. Brandon Macintosh is here. Hey, all right. He's huge in Italy. Really is.
2: Italians love
1: Brandon Macintosh. Brandon Macintosh, yes. And so we got it. We're we're this is an international hit we got on our hands. But we have to get it started. There's only one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Theme song, boys. <laughs> Everybody, to live from the Dutch Hall, the greatest podcast ever to come out of a shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, bar none, and I think due to the greatest band in podcast history, the nocturnal emissions in the house, comprised this week of Steve. Hey, uh, hi everybody. Woo! I want not go in like the reluctant German, but Steve the reluctant German, oh, yeah, yeah, on guitar. Sorry, I ruined your applause. Woo. Beside him. We got Mike the Fisting Farmer. <laughs> See, we're trying different things <laughs> on Rhythm. On the Cahoon, we have Dave the Diddler Charters. Right? And I don't know what Wes is going to be. I'm just going to call him Wet Willie Wes Haggins. on the bass. But the, West in the bu- Wet Willies in the bum hole. Right, we gotta be like risque for these international people. That love fisting,
2: lubing it up.
1: We gotta change our personas here. Whiskey West Higgins, let's hear it for him. Hey. And as always, behind the bar, my brother, our bus driver, and really just a beautiful guy, Paul Van Dyke is here. Hey. And our Freshness. guest. Our guest is a great friend of the show. He's an international sensation, as I mentioned before. He's a former star of The Right Hand, or as it's known in Italy. What's it called in Italy? Uh,
0: The King of Porno.
1: King of Porno. Or the Porno King. Or Porno King. Either way, you Italians know him. He's Brandon McIntosh. He's in the house. And we got an honest-to-God studio audience here tonight. Yeah, we do. A bunch of people, ladies, they saw we cleaned the place. They showed up. There are girls. We got to it for a live studio audience. Here, applaud right. them. They're not going to do it for us. And I'm your host. Look at the trophies on the shelf. I'm two-time Presidents Club Award winner. Porno Pete Bandai. Dyke. Let's hey. get uh, this on the road. Porno Peter. Porno Peter. I think this is it. This has got to work out. The new the new taglines. I I think Steve's got to work on it. Something about German. <laughs> Instead of reluctant German, maybe it will be like uh, leaving a steamy dump on your chest, <laughs> Eberhardt McGrail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to fit on the back of a hat.
1: Right? No, not on the back of a hat. You might need a uh, hockey jersey down the you sleeve. Might, yeah, you might oh. need a towel clean for. Yeah. Well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Stever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Charters. That's why we got you on the show. Leaving back. Uh.
2: totally redeemed uh.
1: Well, this is a big week for live from the Dutch Hall in history, and we mentioned Ooh. in the opening that uh, we did actually. It was a it, it was a kind of an interesting weekend because I did, we just kept getting more and more uh, downloads from all over the world. Like we we generally had like over the like the three and a half years we've done this program, we've had people from all over the world listen, like countries that I can't count, but never just in a one episode. On one weekend, where the whole world listens to this one episode, like this, united in one episode, the world, people from all over the world, some the wor- sort of community, the love- world
3: decided they love live from the Dutch Hall this week.
1: This week, they the decided. whole world, little weird, a weird splinter group of the world's population, <laughs> loves live from the Dutch Hall, and I can't explain it. So we went, when we finished last week's episode. We said to in the room, Mike, you're the man that helps me name the episode, I right? Sure
2: do. That's what I was just thinking of. Yep.
1: Yeah, and you said, uh, you know what, we might have to go with because uh, well, we said at one point in the show that's the name of the episode because it, wh- it was
2: it was an easy choice. It was an easy we choice. said it right in the show
1: at the very end. Yep. But yeah. th- the the episode before that was about a whole bunch of different stuff. Like we talked about the military. We talked about uh, you know it was it was nothing to do with any of that. No, you know?
2: we just uh, dipped our toes in that. It
1: was just, just a like
3: random t- comment right at the end.
1: Yeah, and then we said, you know what? We think this one has got a little bit more uh, provocativeness or whatever. We're going to go with... Full fist. Yeah, with porno and fisting are uh, German. It's
2: a known fact, of course.
1: Right? And whatever we did, whether it be the porno, whether it be the fisting, which iTunes has no problems with, by the way. You can name all your episodes fisting. Pete loves fisting. Uh, Fisting for children. But they
2: don't like boner.
1: Boner, That's too you far. get the X's and the stars or whatever. Man. Boner, you've gone too far. That's the iTunes' line. And we, we, I, I like to know we cross it once in a while because it shows we're trying, right? That we cross it once in a while. But boner over fisting, you figure shoving your entire fist
2: <laughs> right to the elbow.
1: I, you know, it's not really a fist, Wes. You know, it's not really a, like this. You know, you, even when you go to a sex shop and you buy a fist, Charters, remember that one time? <laughs> that we thought is that? Do we not do that? We, we st- did. We were yeah, we were on a way on a road to, trip, to to road trip. <laughs> and the guy that's traveling with us. You know how you're on a road trip, and it's the weakest bladder, uh oh yeah, uh, uh, or the strongest bladder determines the stops. Not the weakest bladder, right? Yeah, that's right. When it's a bunch of guys traveling, so we were t- traveling with this one guy. I'm not gonna say in a, uh, he's a uh, like a, he's a I don't know uh, he's a smaller guy. He's shorter in stature, Portuguese fellow and and inconsequential the story his portuguese nest, but happens to be small bladder on the fella right and he was bitching like we just left yeah. bitching and bitching about having to piss you know and we we're like well, you, you're gonna piss but you're gonna piss where we make you go to take a piss right so we we're like we're gonna get bring you to the worst bathroom we can find and, and when you're traveling in the states so we're driving to chicago You see, like, a bunch of, like, uh, billboards for porno uh, uh, places, you know? Like, uh, you can go buy smut on the highway or whatever. Yeah,
3: adult, what was the name of that place?
1: I can't remember. Lion
3: something. I thought it had a lion on it or something. Yeah,
1: it was a lion. Like a lion, like something. In like Lion's Den or something or yeah
3: Lion's Den I think it was called Adult Shop or
1: something yeah and we kept going down the highway seeing these billboards for this you know the signs shop. are like
3: 50 feet on a 50 foot post and there's a sign on the top of it it was one of those like you can see it for miles Lion's Den right Adult
1: Shop so we're like that's where you're going to go take a, uh, take a pee <laughs> right <laughs> find this place and so we say you're going to go in a gross porno shop bathroom <laughs> and that's where you're going to have to go uh, pee in right and then so we go in there so we go in there turns out it's a real nice place. And uh, Adrian goes oh sorry I can't say his name sorry but uh,
3: super clean
1: place. <laughs> my friends in the bathroom saying, "I wish I had to take a shit," he said. He goes cuz it was uh <laughs> it was such a it's nice bathroom. Nice. <laughs> it was the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen." I goes, "I was I was hoping I had to take a dump when I was in there. Like I was kind of sque- <laughs> pushing when I was peeing. So so I could see a couple farts cuz he it's it so clean cuz he sits when he pees. So but it'd while be we easy were to take a shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes his shirt a shirt off. and then uh <laughs> <laughs> take a shirt off. And take Not a, a big face. deal. Take a nice sit down. Pee, what's the big deal? It's hot in there. What's the big deal? You don't want to get your coattails in there. That's the... what
2: those hangers are for. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought I was hanging up your pants.
2: No, it's your shirt or your hat that you're taking off because you're sweating.
1: <laughs> or Portuguese. Oh, man. That it sounds like George Costanza did that in like Seinfeld where he took his shirt off, but it is a real thing. <laughs> I've seen the real thing. I've seen the guy do it. He takes his shirt off to take a shit and then you you walk in on him to take a shit. He's completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> Pile of clothes on the floor. Like, why why? Why are you all the way off? <laughs> yeah It's like his brain gets into it. Like where he's thinking too much about it, like my shirt tail's gonna get in there. Like yeah. what if my what if what if my sockets in there? He's taking off clothes. You As know? he's sitting there, oh, yeah. well, these are in the way. And he's just naked and he's like, I'm gonna take a shit naked every time. It's the best. He still kind of looks like he's wearing a shirt.
3: Because <laughs> he's covered in hair.
1: Yeah. Anyway, sorry we got off track. <laughs> what was I saying though? Well, we were going to Chicago there. while he was in taking a uh, going to the bathroom. Charles and I decided we're gonna give, we're going to our friend's house lives in Chicago, so we're gonna give him a housewarming gift. Yeah, a nice new apartment. Right. <laughs> so we look on a shelf. We're like, what does he want? What could he need? What he's a bachelor living in uh, Chicago, right? Maybe he needs companionship. <laughs> we found him a nice uh, blow up uh, doll. But it wasn't just a regular blow-up doll. It was a little person blow-up doll.
3: Yeah, it said midget on the package.
1: It actually did say midget on the package. And it comes with a, a, a porno movie, an actual adult movie, uh, which was called Midgetopia, I think.
3: That sounds right. Starring Bridget the Midget.
1: Starring Bridget the Midget, yeah.
3: <laughs> your memory and, is fine. And I was no, driving really, my- You know what, my, you have highlights in your life? This is one of
1: them. This is really fun. And we're driving, and so we get him this, this uh, little person blow-up doll, uh, with the DVD in it. We open the box. The guys <laughs> in the back have to open the box to take out the DVD and put it in my kid's DVD player in the back <laughs> of my family vehicle that we're driving to Chicago. I have, like at the time, like a three- and a five-year-old at home. and the kid, These guys are in my kid's DVD player in the backseat. I'm driving in the front, and, and the two of them are in the back watching Midgetopia, the porno movie, <laughs> while we're driving uh, the rest of the way to Chicago down the highway. <laughs> So other like, cars can come up <laughs> beside us and see that these two guys are obviously watching like a midget porn in the vehicle, right? And uh, I can't see it because I got to drive, right? But I can hear the plot line going th- like, apparently, <laughs> this woman came from, it's, she's, she comes from a pl- planet called Midgetopia. She's like uh, a little person. Mm-hmm. and uh, But they all are on this planet. It must be something to do with the gravity of the planet or something like that. They're just more of a smaller people. And, uh, but when they come to Earth's atmosphere, they become incredibly hungry and also incredibly horny, right? They go hand in hand. Yes. So horny that she gets thrown into jail at one point in the movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> that she has to... She has to like. uh, She keeps asking for food until a guard comes over, and then the guard gets too close, and he gets his dick sucked. (laughs) You You have a better memory of this than I do at this point. I can't see any of it, but I'm like, "What's (laughs) going on?" I'm asking the guys like in the back, "Like, what's going on? What's going on in the back?" So that I can understand what's going on in the back, and like they have to explain the porno to me. And the and (laughs) it was a great way to pass the time when you're driving. Yeah, it really was.
0: Commentary or something. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like if I was if I was blind and I had to watch porno. Just f- dis- uh, it was a described video for the yeah. Oh, yeah for the visually impaired for the visually impaired, right? I could that was what it was like. So I would be like <laughs> my two dumb friends explaining <laughs> porno to me, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "She's really she's eating a sandwich and jerking the guy off. <laughs> <laughs> they're having a picnic." I love how they throw in hungry. Like, there's no real reason for her to be hungry.
0: Even That goes with midget porn. Just food <laughs> porn, too. It's just, like, yeah. in hand.
1: Yeah, they really do. they a very niche market.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, funny.
3: And that little doll came with two little tubes. One was uh, lube, and one was uh, some sort of cleaning product. Remember?
1: <laughs> yeah. So when we, <laughs> when we got to the, our friend's apartment, he, or he wasn't there, he was away on business. So what? We knew he was coming back while we were at the concert, so we left. We blew her up, laid <laughs> her in bed, stuck the one tube in her one hole and the other tube in her other hole, <laughs> and then left a note on uh, on her chest saying, like, I know you've come back from a long business trip. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> yeah, maybe... You did, maybe Take a load off. Yeah, you look like you could use a little uh, snuggle time <laughs> or something, you know? A companion. Yeah, anyways. I'm pretty sure he fucked that thing until it popped. <laughs> 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 I am not I'm not you know I'm not confident but you know what what if it was the tables were turned and you had like Paul you you come home from a hard day of work, right? You're, you're building houses. You come home from a hard day of work, all of a sudden in your bed there it is. Your house, your family's gone. Wife and the kids gone off to visit their mother or whatever. Yes. Visit you know visit the in-laws or something. <laughs> All of a sudden, in your bed, blow up doll with lube squirted right into her, uh, her blow, her Just balloon ready pussy. To go. What? Just ready to go, eh? Yeah. Would you do it? <laughs> would you like? Would you do it? You'd probably do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that you would because it, first time, new new device or whatever, yeah. you'll do it. Second time, I don't think you will do it. Well, <laughs> because no. you got to clean that thing. Yeah, <laughs> one ride, right till it pops. Yeah, and then you throw it out. <laughs> it's a disposable culture. If you have to buy something, cuz you say like give me a fleshlight. You know you ever, you, know, you have a fleshlight ever? A fleshlight? No. No. No, you know a fleshlight? It's like a or a pocket pussy. Have you ever heard of those? you haven't heard well, of? Oh, any- I've heard of a pocket pussy, but I'm still stuck
3: on fleshlight.
1: A fleshlight, it's like a flashlight, but <laughs> then they make like a they like a make like a vagina at the in the f- front of it. Does it light up? No, I don't think it does. Hey, you
0: got to stick your finger in to turn a light on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or your dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right,
1: anyways, right. That, but but it's like you you have to you just like, uh, <laughs> sorry, Laurie. Excuse me, sorry, Laurie. And then you just uh, throw it into you just like it's like fucking a flashlight except for you uh <laughs> <laughs> you, you would uh, you would have like lube in the flat and and in the, it would be like a woman's does account. it
2: come lubed or you got to have lube?
1: You just squirt a bunch of lube in there and you you know I think that's what you do. Anyways, I never had one. It doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't appeal to me because uh, it's it's uh, you'd have to clean that thing, and it's gross, like to clean it, you know. One and done. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) one and done. That's
3: disposable.
1: Like if they came out with a robot girl, like they will come out with a robot girl, right? Everyone agrees. uh, I think it probably already exists. Like a robot that you just just for sex. It's in Japan right now for sure. (laughs) Yeah, Japan's gonna be the first to have it. Yeah,
3: pixelated like Ex Machina. Yeah. Anybody
1: watch that? Yeah, she's pretty hot. Good movie. I did watch that, and I never watched movies, and I did watch that movie. That's a movie. good one. That's amazing that uh, you watch a lot of movies, huh? Eh? <laughs> Anyways, you know, we should get to this international sensation. Right. Because we are an international sensation this week. We can't uh, deny it. But before we do that, we need to reach out to our listeners in a little segment we call Feedback. We got feedback.
2: We got feedback.
1: Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you go to our uh, uh, live from the Dutch Hall website and click on our Amazon banner, you can do your Amazon shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help the show. And thank you to everyone that's done that because uh, we uh, we actually uh, uh, have, with fiber coming in, Ooh. Fiber. we have big plans. Big plans for the Dutch Hall. Maybe looking at some f- a few options for. Uh, for uh, video now with fiber, yeah. the world the world's our oyster, you know. So we have a lot of a, so much a lot of a opportunity. Here. So for everybody that's helped uh, by doing the Amazon shopping, that money is going to be used to buy equipment to to take the next step to video. So thank you to everyone that's, who's right. that's done that. And also, you know, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the official lubricators of live from the Dutch Hall, and that's our good friends at Clean Flow. Oh, Clean Flow. You know, Clean Flow. <laughs> We have uh, just renov- went through an extensive renovations here at the Dutch Hall. And uh, one of the things we have is our Clean Flow prize closet. Could you, right? could
2: you display it, Paul? Possibly. Yeah. I know there's no uh, vision up top there for That's the uh, yeah. studio audience. Open those oh. doors up above you
1: there, Paul. It's all just chock full of Clean Flow product is what it is. Hall's
2: wow. opening the doors, and uh, there's stacks that. upon stacks of...
1: Of Clean Flow donations over the, over the time. Swag and hats? stuff like that. Oh, there's a couple Dutch Hall hats in there. Some toques. Yeah, clean flow hats. It's just, it's a, what we gotta do <laughs> is, we gotta make some good use of this stuff. That's To try to, try to make the show better. So if you have any ideas, on how we can use a clean flow swag, uh, give us an email at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com or uh, you can uh, give us a messenger on Facebook, Live from the Dutch Hall, mm. on Facebook, a Dutch Hall on Twitter and Instagram, blah blah blah. You know how to do it, or. Um, Come on in and drink some tequila.
2: Yeah, maybe where there's yeah. a game we could play, and you could win a prize. Uh, yeah, yeah. Contest. And also, maybe there's a wheel.
1: Yes, yeah. That's the thing. Cleanflow has been a great sponsor of the show, so support. If you ever see Cleanflow products, you should buy them. Yeah. And uh, you know what? else uh, is uh, Bushstock 2017. Mm, Bushstock. Right. Oh yeah. It's coming close. It's coming it is going to be hot. here before you know it. It's next month.
2: What are we? Yeah. Mid July right now.
1: Yeah, Mid July. So it's coming quickly. It's the biggest concert hit Norfolk uh, County in two th- this year, and it's happening right at beautiful Lakeside Vista. Headlined this year on Saturday night by uh, Canada's uh, uh, band The Trues. Yeah, right. A great, great act coming in Norfolk County, and we also have uh, the Nocturnal Emissions on the bill. Oh, that's right. Which uh, say no more. Really, <laughs> if you're listening to this program, you got to come out to see the Nocturnal Emissions. You know what
2: it's all about. What do you
1: got to wait till the next time they're playing at? Uh, the... At some swanky golf course? <laughs> uh, the some olive or something like some that? Some highbrow martini bar? Yeah, exactly. I just want to see him at a, gr- a regular concert venue like Lakeside Vista at Bushstock. That's the way, place to do it. Anyways, and, and you know, a lot of good friends of the show. Jay Kipps Band's in here, and we might even get a, an actor, too, that's uh, going to be on the show, uh, show up between now and then. So, yep. Working on a few things. So, Bushstock, go to uh, Bushstock.ca, and uh, especially if you have an RV, because the RV slot's are going quick. That's
2: right. Almost gone. Yeah,
3: they're Where almost they
1: gone.
2: Where's bush Shock being held again, Pete?
1: Uh, a beautiful lakeside vista.
2: Where the views are beautiful.
1: And the memories are even better. Uh, brought to you by CleanFill. Can I just keep saying that? <laughs> no, of course you can. And then, <laughs> and uh, you know, Yarmie Electric, oh, uh, we yes. have to have a special uh, shout-out to uh, the oh, proprietor of Yarmie Electric. I think we Electric. shot for our, Oh, is there uh, any chance of getting things. another squirt of this? It's uh, a
2: celebration.
1: It's a celebration because you know what? The proprietor of the Army Electric is my cousin, uh, Derek Harmy. He's a listener of the show, former listener of the week, and proud sponsor of Live from the Dutch Hall. And this this very week, we welcome to the world a new son for Derek. hey oh! Yeah. <laughs> Further evidence out there that this man has priorities that aren't your fucking flickering lights, okay? So maybe what you can do is let the man have a week or two where you don't pester him with all your needless complaints. The man's busy. Just go screw yourself. And the Army Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If we don't get it right the second time... You go fuck yourself. <laughs> brought you by Clean Flow.
2: Give Derek a fucking break. He's got a lot of kids and a life. <laughs> fuck off.
1: <laughs> and uh, just to commemorate the, uh, the new baby... This We're shot's gonna have for another, you, buddy. An, another shot of whiskey to uh, Yarmie Electric. Love you, Thank Yarmie's you very much.
2: Drive it in, yeah.
1: All right, and uh, so now we get to the actual feedback. Almost
2: puking feedback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week, re- this week I received feedback from my from my, uh, a, for, uh, a multiple time listener of the week in the multiple. past. <laughs> multiple time. My sister, Lori, Oh. Uh, she says, I have feedback for you. The last episode had, had me changing some of my current views. I am different than you, dot, dot, dot. I would go to a war torn country to help you or protect you. But now <laughs> that I didn't make your list, forget you, you can fend for yourself. Wow. Right? That was her message to me. And I have no clue what she was talking about. And this is a danger when you don't listen to your own program, is that uh, you forget what you said completely.
2: I believe it was, uh, do you remember?
1: No, I have no idea.
2: I believe you were saying that uh, you would go to save uh, your mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true, I would. And were. your
2: wife and your girls.
1: But not my sister. Not
2: your sisters, and your dad and your brother can go fuck themselves. So. Well, I
1: still agree with my dad and my brother because they're men; they can handle yourself. You got yourself in this trail I'm not gonna. Why will you both die, right? You know, <laughs> if you can't get out, what makes you think I'm gonna get out? You know, like Jesus Christ, you're growing up. So, uh, but you know, uh, I would say uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change this statement for the record. Okay, my sisters, I'd go and save. Okay, Rilla. I love my sisters. I can't let them perish overseas. Also, my nieces.
2: Oh, he's branching out now. Right.
1: And then I when I think, okay, I can't let my nieces perish because I love my nieces so much. And then that goes for all my nieces. And then then it's Jane's whole family. You know, like I've been with them a long time too. And then I'm like, uh, all the girls in Jane's family. And then I look at my cousins, my first cousins. I mean, I couldn't let any of them die. Those are my and they have war torn country and I go go save them, negotiate with the terrorists, right? Because I got like my cousin uh, on, uh, and that goes for my women cousins, not my we, not my male cousins. They are all can can die. We figured as much. What right? about your nephews? No, they. I would save my nephews too. Shit, <laughs> there's a lot of people I got to go save. There's a lot of people I would save my nephews too. God so now damn. are you
2: going to loop back around to your original statement because it just probably more
1: doable. Is it wrong to say I wouldn't save your mom? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what about the nocturnal emissions? What if we, What if we were in a war-torn country? Yeah, yeah well, you know what? Because you're like my children. <laughs> I did create you from my loins. I was so... Uh, yeah, in that... By from my loins, I mean I was masturbating when I thought about the idea.
2: <laughs> Hence the
1: name. <laughs> I do two things at once. Multi Multitasking, we call it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I wouldn't save you guys, you know. I can find another <laughs> another player or whatever. Fair enough. Ouch. Yeah. Well, Steve, uh, Steve introduces me to people that are really good musicians all the time, and then <laughs> you're like, oh, good, I don't need Steve if he ever fucks up. That's right. <laughs> I'll just get Zinger.
3: There you go. What about yeah. our kids? <laughs> Would you save our kids, Pete?
1: Your kids? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I have
3: four
0: daughters. You don't want to save them? <laughs> it's
2: uh, your fucking job. Come
1: on. I'd save, uh, I'd save half of your kids. Okay. Is that a fair deal? Sure. Because I only like half of them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Uh, that's also not true. That's also not true, Steve. <laughs> no, I'd, I don't know if I'd save all your kids. Why don't you save your own fucking kids? That's the thing. <laughs> like You save your own kids, and then I don't have to save them.
3: Would you help me save my own kids?
1: If, I, if there's something that only specifically I could do, otherwise I'm like, you can do that. You're a big boy. If you need, that's all Pete, I'm saying. if you
3: need someone to lend the people money who have your kids,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
2: right. Then you want Pete. Then you call Pete.
1: All I'm, say- I think, I think this is what it goes back to. Is last week we we're talking, Brandon. And I want to get you involved in this. If you were to, if you were to say, do you think of a guy? He's like a drifter, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just a Canadian drifter. He's just roaming through the streets of Canada. Right, he has no family, and no uh, no real people that matter to him in his life. Right, he's roaming through, kicking a can. Right, kicking a can through Canada, but all of a sudden he decides, you know what? I've saved up enough money somehow. I'm gonna go to uh, uh, Yemen. Right?
0: Yeah, I heard it's great in the springtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Yemen is yeah, beautiful man. in the spring. The poorest of all the Middle Eastern countries, Yemen. Right?
2: I heard they have a fuckle. <laughs> oh, Yemen, fuck oh. Did we have Ye- any Yemen listeners Fuckles? from
1: Yemen last week? Uh, uh, no. no. Yeah, no. Well, my, wait, let me just check my list. <laughs> Yemen. You're getting ahead of yourself. On the, but no Yemen. Aww. No <laughs> Yemen. No Yemen. There is a guitar. Spoiler alert. There is a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want everyone to get excited. The end of the show is going to be a real letdown now because Qatar was a big reveal. <laughs> All
0: right, so Drifters going to Yemen. Okay,
1: drift, Drifters going to Yemen. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Does Canadians? Do does Canada? The Canadian taxpayer have a responsibility to get this Drifter out of trouble if he gets into trouble in Yemen? You know what I mean? Like we have to save him. If he gets if he goes over there and they decide that they hey, we have a Canadian, we're going to use him as currency and threaten to chop his head off or something, right? Yeah. And we have to go over and then get him.
0: Uh I don't even think that'll make the media. <laughs> if it's not it's not like some attractive white people. Nice attractive blonde. They're going to chop her head off. Oh really? I don't think the drifter. No,
1: the drifter won't They'll get. They'll
0: probably it? get the video, and it won't even make it to the CBC. They'll be like, "Nah."
1: <laughs> if that drifter was you, yeah, like looks exactly you. You're the drifter now.
0: Yeah, I look like a drifter. I get it.
1: Do you think that you would uh, that they would save you, or they should save you?
0: Would they save me? Yeah. Okay. Should they save me or would they save me? Would
1: they, me? would they, would they?
0: If I'm just a, a shitty drifter going around? No, you're you. I'm me? Yeah. Probably.
1: Why would they save you? Because you're a decent guy?
0: Yeah. no have a no, Facebook Trude- page. People know me. Because oh. Trudeau is the right
1: hand. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a guy from the right hand. We got to oh, get Oh, he him looks back. like me when I
0: used to <laughs> instruct snowboarding. Like, hey, I, we're late to him.
1: Do you know what? That's a that's a good point, Charles. because if... Uh, Brandon, if you were all of a sudden, we're getting off track on feedback here.
0: First of all, I'd stay, I'd, I'm staying out of Yemen. Yeah. But,
1: but, but, but I'm saying for real, Yemen if you were to get in trouble somehow in life, right, if you were to be overseas and, like, let's say you were just going on a trip, going to the Eiffel Tower because you want to go uh, propose to your girlfriend or something like that, you got a very romantic plan. That's a real
0: cheesy place. To, yeah, okay, okay. Okay,
1: Continue. let me <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of cheesy, but you know, I'm just going. I gonna I'm making the fantasy here. And then you go, so you go to, and then something bad happens to you. It's not just something bad happening to you. Now all of a sudden they're looking into you, right, to see who you, see who you are, and they they're gonna know that you were you had a a television program, right? Yeah. That's gonna be of no. It's gonna make you more notable.
0: That better not be how the like the the news breaks. So it's just like it's like man from porn reality show <laughs> being yes. held hostage.
1: That becomes you know, now you uh, your identity because I really nobody hope cares. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true though, don't you? We should try it. Well, we have to kill Brandon. Right no, we just have to no, send just to kidnap heaven. him. Prefer- no, just for- you want to fake your death <laughs>
0: right now? Yeah, <laughs> we got
1: time. Everyone got time. A lot of people have tomorrow off. We can fake Brandon's death. Yeah, it'd just, be. It's he, all audio. Do you have a job? Go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you can call in dead. It'll <laughs> <laughs> work. That's the first step of faking your own death. Is you call in dead to work? I might
0: die tomorrow, Bob.
1: <laughs> I'm a little dead. I might be. I might be better on it's Monday. Maybe. Anyways. Uh, that is true, though they might define you. They could, they would because that's the only thing that the fluffy dumb media stuff exactly. would be able to define you as is is that that one show, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Even though that's like such a small part of your life.
0: Yeah, I've done much more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've done much more and watched dildos.
0: Yeah, but it, none, none of that was televised, so doesn't matter.
1: Hey, if uh, I want to. Oh, well, I gotta. Oh, never mind. We'll get it back to feedback. <laughs> We got one more to do. We also got a five star rating last week on our Facebook page. And uh, it was from Chris Pick. Oh, Chris. Yeah. uh, Like, I actually, a former uh, guest and also an avid listener of Live from the Dutch Hall came in last week. And I think Chris Pick's contribution last week was uh, partially responsible for the success of the show. I agree. Because he nailed it. He nailed it with a bunch of good stories. He's a great yeah. guest as always. Sure was. And he gives us a Facebook rating of 5 stars. 5 stars. He says I love doing the show. It's a fantastic atmosphere and I love listening to it. That's what he says. 5 stars. So Chris Pick. Oh, thank you, Chris. Because of that and because of your contribution last week oh my and because you listen every week, <laughs> And you're doing what you can to be an evangelist of the show. You, my friend, are the listener of the week.
2: He's the listener of the week. That's right. If this is his week. It's your week, Chris. It sure is.
1: And I do have one more plug to do, and that is that Brandon McIntosh will be hosting a comedy show in oh, yeah. Paris, Ontario, oh. July 21st at the Grand Bayou. It's in Paris, Ontario. Again, for our listeners that, that can get to Paris on July the 21st, you might want to Bayou. go see a great... Uh, Comedy show at the Grand Bayou. It's
0: gonna be a banger. It's the second one, hoping good. Yeah. If it's anything like the karaoke nights they have, it should be okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is funny that comedy and karaoke kind of run hand in hand. It really is. Right?
0: That's where I started. I did karaoke before comedy. Yeah? Yeah.
1: You, you actually, actually hosted karaoke? Night?
0: No, no, no. Not hosting, but like getting up there and singing got me kind of the courage to. Get in front of microphones.
1: What was your um, go-to song on karaoke? Oh,
0: great question. Uh, Forever in Blue Jeans. Oh, oh. Diamond. Neil Diamond's. I throw a few jokes in there.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Jane, uh, my wife, uh, her dad, loves Forever in Blue Jeans. And one year at my candidate party, Dave Charters played Forever in Blue Jeans for for Jane's dad. At, uh, True
2: story. And they fell in love. Yeah. And yeah. then uh,
1: another year, because it was such a success... Uh, Charters ended up uh, calling out um, uh, uh, – my my father-in-law is swimming in the pool. He calls out Forever in Blue Jeans. Charters plays Forever in Blue Jeans, finishes (laughs) playing the song, hits the last note of the song. And my father-in-law yells out immediately after that, play Forever in Blue Jeans. (laughs) Right? He had literally just hit the last note. On forever in blue jeans <laughs> and he played it again right
3: yeah did think, you play it again he yeah. wanted
1: to dance with his daughter no like, he was, he was r- getting out of the pool yeah he wanted so do it, it again yeah do it again was
0: he just underwater the whole time he didn't hear it I
1: didn't hear the whole thing dance for me monkey it was really it was really a dance for me monkey kind <laughs> yeah. of thing for chairs. <laughs> you didn't do it though yeah I credit.
3: did it I played it again did sure you really I did, yeah, did so you they could dance. back, to, had back? To. Had to
1: no that would ruin it for the rest of the party well, anyways, we have Brandon McIntosh in here, who's an international sensation. Ooh, sure is. And, uh, that, and if you look at the episode, the people that listen to the show, because the right hand, the, the reality show that he was on, uh, was big in uh, Europe, there's a lot of listeners from on his two episodes, Shooting Porn with Brandon Macintosh 1 and Shooting Porn with Brandon Macintosh Part 2. Both of them, very international episodes. A lot from Italy especially, right?
0: Uh, yes, Ethan. And not surprising.
1: Yeah. Man. And uh, so I thought you'd be a good person. Plus that you ran a, a, an actual um, a tour. You were a tour guide, right? For people yeah. that came to Canada from other countries, right? Yeah,
0: for two years. We uh, drove around in a big van. It's like a big road trip. People from all over kind of traveling by themselves. And yeah, just go to Newfoundland and back from Toronto. Really? Yeah, just, just back and forth all summer.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And so you get this to meet guy. a lot of interesting oh, people, Oh, yeah. Right? That
0: was the best part of the whole job. Yeah, right. Yeah. Meet all kinds of international folk. It's awesome. Because
1: as Canadians, you know, we can watch the news, which is like this weird filter that gives us like what's going on all over the world. On the surface. Yeah. And yeah, it's really only about politics and all these crazy radicals and the, the extremes on every side. They don't tell you about a regular person that's going to work and like trying to like raise kids and stuff. They don't tell you about real life, you know, real people in real countries. But the people listening to our show that love porno and or fisting and or Germans, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They, they those people, I believe, are, I don't really know anything about, right? So what I want to do, because Brandon McIntosh is an international sensation, and uh, Life from the Dutch Hall, I feel are a very worldly group. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is finish the show by going through our list here of all the countries that listened to last week's episode, which is actually 59 countries. Wow. 59 wow. different countries. Listen to last week's episode.
0: Out of how many countries are there again?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: okay. Google how, it.
1: Google it. Yeah, you <laughs> girls know. Can you Google how many countries there are in the world? I'm Everyone just go, what, what do you think? 226. Ballpark. Holy shit. Uh, 130.
3: Uh, I thought it was under 200. So
1: uh, 187. I'm going to go, um, I'll go uh, 195.
2: I'm going to go with 201.
1: Oh, the one dollar.
0: Yeah, one dollar. <laughs> it's like Price is Right. One forty, or no, two forty. I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah. Oh, two forty. I right. want two one, twenty six. One thirty. Mm-hmm. What do you say? <laughs> anyone, anyone will shout it out. But you know, we have uh, fifty nine of those countries that listened to last week's episode. Ooh, close. And you know, number one the daily is number one is no surprise. Number one is Canada. That's us, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. People, uh, I think those are real listeners of the show.
3: How many countries? 59? Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. One hundred and ninety-six countries. Oh, oh yeah. What did I say? One
1: ninety-five.
2: No. Eat you my did? shit.
1: Yeah, I did. Oh, I think listen back shit. to the tape. Well, you're still under two. You didn't go over. You yeah. win. That's the, I'm Showcase Showdown.
2: You goddamn right. Spin Taiwan that wheel. Taiwan is
0: not considered an official country, so it's one ninety-five. Oh.
1: Oh. Bingo,
2: Bango bongo. Nailed it. You win both showcases. <laughs> yeah, you get the sea and the fucking car. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we know Canada's number one on our list, but surprisingly out of the gates, the number two country that loves uh, that loved uh, uh, porno and fisting are German were the Turks. Oh, Turkey. Yeah. The Turks. Oh, Turkey yes. came in hot. Wanting to listen to this episode. So what could it be about the Turks? For this, I'm going to have to defer to my friend, uh, Steve, the reluctant German. That's right. Because you are related to an actual Turk. That's right. Ada. right. It's, it's all Former about Former guest Ada. of the show.
3: That's right. My brother-in-law, Ada is from Turkey. Know what? Yeah, is man. It Turk. It's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. A big Turk. Wait till big they Turk. find out that he's been on the show.
1: Well, that's the thing. They didn't listen to his show.
3: We've got to promote...
1: Yeah, but but they but they did listen to the fisting one. <laughs> so would you would you have any insight into your brother in law? Uh, uh, does he have a, a, an unreasonable uh, attraction of fisting?
3: I don't know. He has unreasonably large fists. Um, <laughs> oh really? Like, sort of like your brother. Like he's a-
1: maybe it means something different when <laughs> if you just what, make wait, fisting what? like, like why is it tra- your fist? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe it means something different worldwide. Why did that... Or could it could be... It sounds
0: like an old English expression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gave my neighbor a mighty good fisting. And, uh, <laughs> shake your fist.
1: Yes. Hmm. We all had a nice fisting and went to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I didn't finish telling you, when you go into a sex shop, it's not a fist. It's, it's, it's not a fist like, you know, balled up like a ball. It's more like your f- your fingers are making like the like they're gonna talk to you.
3: Like a goose. <laughs> like a goose. It's, it's actually called the silent duck.
1: Is that what that's called? Yeah. But when you buy a fist, yeah, you take a picture German of this deal. and we'll 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 tweet it out. But it's like when you buy a fist, it's not like this. It's more it's like, like an arrowhead. It's like this it's 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 because you can't just put in a bald fist. Yeah. Into any orifice. It, it won't fit that way. No, you that's gotta, just like you. That's you goose it in.
0: You just.
1: Yeah. Just, what you need <laughs> is like a shim. You need to shim it in. Yeah. <laughs> <a shim>. yeah. <laughs> you got to stretch it. You got to work into it. One more time. This one? I'm oh, sorry. Two times. There we go.
2: What's that? The silent duck? Silent duck. Silent <laughs> duck.
1: The silent duck does not have a bad one Michael, are you writing these down?
2: I am <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding, ding
1: Anyways, the Turks are numbered So we want to welcome the Turks You know, we do have a former guest, a former, uh, guest of the show uh, uh, Ada He's on Meet a Muslim And it is, uh, he's from Turkey And, and he's so, a great guy And he's a great guy He's a great friend of the show Great, uh, great uh, And we have to have him on again He was on the one New Year's show Yeah, that's right yeah,
2: big
3: supporter of the nocturnal missions too. I sure think
2: he's is. been at
1: every show <laughs> almost.
2: Yeah. Word up, Ada. Yeah.
1: Number three country, Italy. The Italians, Yeah. right? This is a long bit. Who loves? Yeah, we're gonna go quickly. <laughs> this is the top ten. We're in the top. We're in the fucking Marron. third one. <laughs> <laughs> it's only, we got like a we got like fifteen minutes more to go on the show. Right. Anyways, fucking Italians. Fucking Germans. Yeah, he wants to wait to get. Oh, have you mentioned me, the Germans yet? Yeah. What you mean? What we it's did? Coming. What we did in the Second World War? Are you they, know
0: are they at nine. What nine, nine
1: nine? I'm not telling you where the Germans are. The Italians are third. The Germans are fourth. There, I've given it to you. Spoiler alert, because you because you finally get to mention you Germans. See, super. But the goddamn violent, Italians are third. The dirty, dirty Italians, and you, <laughs> because the Italians, you know, they love uh sex and stuff, right? They're very f- and uh, when you when you make the uh, uh the visual porno and fisting, you think an Italian? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking they love it.
1: Would say, oh, they must, be, they must be talking about our regular routines.
2: Either that or working with pasta.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think they just love things. They,
1: or, they, or they are in cahoots with the Germans because the same thing with the Shiza. Shiza.
0: Italians
3: are romantic, right? Isn't that like one of the romantic uh, languages or countries? Italy.
1: Yeah, but Jane was in it. My wife was in Italy, and uh, all those guys were just total dirtbags to her, right? They just kept because. And in France, it's even worse. And you go to France, and the dudes, the men, will just push a woman up against the like, a, like up against the wall, and just like try to forcefully have their way with them
0: Yeah, they're Jesus. really physical
1: yeah they they, they don't uh, they don't romance or wait for permission they just like get real physical with them and so you'll feel like as a north american you have to protect the girls all the time and then they tell you no no that's just their way you just have to let them like pot you <laughs> for a bit
0: <laughs> Just was humper a leg a bit and run off yeah, and just, yeah. let them well, um, just a light what, rape that's <laughs> what, that's no what all the deal. girls in france were saying they're like ah oh, they're harmless like just let them do their thing and just freaking <laughs> ignore him like, yeah. i was this naive high school student and just scared shitless but i know I that's saw just what, <laughs> what they do
1: yeah anyways maybe that was 20 years ago or whatever maybe it's not like that anymore they're gentlemen now the millennials or whatever Pussies. i don't know but we've had we've had run-ins with the italians in the past at life in mm-hmm, the dutch mm-hmm. hall mm-hmm. and we've got glad to have them back
2: yeah, we had great hosts Tell now the germans
1: we have nothing we've not been very kind of the germans on the life in the dutch hall the fifth Country here for good reason, yeah. Right? pricks. I'm really pissed off about them. They shot at my grandpa at WW2, and I'm not going to forgive them anytime soon, Made right?
2: Peel potatoes, Steve,
1: right? Put them Fuck. up on a wall. And so, it's we have, we have one in our actual band sitting right next to me, close enough to me to throw a stick at, yep. right? Steve's a reluctant German sitting here defending his people week after week for their atrocities, and yet they listen to me. That the, the fourth on the list. They still, they still come to listen, right? What do you think it is? with well, the Germans' vanity—they're just trying to see what it's up.
3: I have no idea, Pete. I, re- <laughs> I
2: really don't. <laughs>
1: Could it be like if, if all of a sudden I got a request from Germany saying, "Come to Germany, bring the band, bring the, bring the reluctant <laughs> German." Bring that German. Yeah, you'd probably the one they'd give the hardest time to because they want to know why you're reluctant. You should be proud of your German <laughs> that's, heritage. That's right. Yeah,
3: I'm but, well hated in Germany.
1: But I would go. I would go to Germany if they asked me to come, but I've never said a kind word about them, you know. And they sometimes I've heard that about people like that have done other things where they've uh, trashed other countries or other places and then they end up getting a play there because they uh, the people they like are that. like you should come see it first and then you So I will go.
3: What about Oktoberfest?
1: Yeah, that's a that's the ruse to make you forget about their atrocities. They put on leather shorts and a, mm. and a feather in their hat. It's
3: distracting. Right? Sausages and beer.
1: They make sausages and play the accordion. They're like, this is ridiculous, right? We're all fun. We're, all, we're all having a great time.
0: <laughs> so you still remember? Here, more beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. We're having a good time. <laughs> That's what I think it is, a real distraction. And number, number five on the list is uh, the U.S. of A.
2: Oh. USA. Yeah,
1: which USA is usually our second-highest second, ra- second highest country. But in this case, when it comes to fisting, they are not number one. Not, <laughs> not They're number five. Number, number five. number five for USA. Donald Trump is going to have to uh, really move them up the list if he wants to win. He's
2: going to have to loosen those uh, lips a bit.
1: Number six, France. France. <laughs>
2: those goddamn Franks. Six.
1: Yes. Which we actually have an average listener from France, and we have for a while one guy that listens to the show and loves our videos that we put out on Facebook. <laughs> How do you know it's a guy? Cedric Offery, because I met him in Mexico. Oh. Yeah, I met him in Mexico. A real guy. He likes the show. <laughs> he, a real a real fella.
2: He exists. Cedric yeah.
1: from France. Cedric, yeah. He's what, real, what up, Cedric? Paul knows him. Paul know. knows him. I met him. Paul, you he took... He took off the shirt in, in the, in the uh, pool, and uh, the guy was a hairy man. Like <laughs> I got to tell you.
3: A full sweater. Wait, did he get into the pool with his shirt on and then take it off? Did he take off his shirt? No, he, he, in the went, he
1: took a shirt. He didn't give a fuck, this guy. Classic. To be honest oh, with you, he didn't give you. a fuck, and, and that's what I like about the guy. Yeah. And uh, Paul was, Paul says to him as he takes his shirt off, he's like, uh, hey, take your sweater off. He yells it at him in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take your sweater off. But he was fucking furry, man. It's the truth. It's different. Like, I don't think they care, right? It's like I was just watching an Oasis documentary. The guy had a fucking one eyebrow the whole time. He was a lead. He was the front man of Oasis, right? One eyebrow, and he was like considered to be a sex symbol Yeah. in the 90s. He just didn't take care of the eyebrow, he didn't right? Didn't care. A couple plucks, you're good.
3: If you were going out on the towel with him, you'd make him pluck that, wouldn't you? <laughs> hey. If I was dating him? Yeah. If you were going out like it'd be fine in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, at if home were going it's okay. Out and other people had to see them. Yeah, you say
1: to- pluck your eyebrow, Liam. <laughs> what
3: the oh, fuck are I you doing?
1: But in the privacy of her own home, you know, where you give each other a few passes, you're like, "Oh, maybe maybe Jane or maybe uh <laughs> my maybe my significant other didn't do her hair in the morning. I'll still uh I'll still do my best to plow through her. You know what I mean? In a romantic marital way, you know, whatever you, my whatever
0: you're digging a hole. <laughs> what? Why?
1: <laughs> That's what she says, right? I'm plowing, right? You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> so France.
1: France. <laughs> Anyways, France is the top ten. Any any guesses who is in the top ten? You would never Where guess he's a five. We went to we went to six with France <laughs> seven eight nine and ten would be in these orders Romania Ooh. oh the vampires the Ukraine ah uh, yeah right Armenia which I don't even know does anyone know that ex- where, where, is where is that where that is
0: I've heard of it I think it's is, is that what like the Kardashians it's are close Armenia to the last two countries you named I think Armenia and that's our
1: number nine country huh. Armenians love fisting it should have been. Maybe that's this episode Could be Just go heavy at Armenia Write it down <laughs> no. Armenia You know I think with it, What it is about The Ukraine Romania And I'm going to go Armenia too So I think they send Over strippers And I'm thinking <laughs> That these are actually People saying Oh like Canadians like that Fisting Back at home I put a fist in Once in a while <laughs> uh, Maybe there's a Future em- Future employment For me I don't know I don't know. You
0: just want people to send you strippers to the Dutch <laughs> Hall or what? I
1: don't know. I think I, I'm trying to put a face to these people. I thought that it was only me- like when it, there was the listeners from Michigan we had one time, and I thought uh, they got to be like uh, you think of them as being like auto workers, right? So you're like picturing some dude that works at a car plant and it's just like uh, like a, a real man, but it turns out it was like an artsy girl, right? The whole time, right? And You're like, oh, they exist there too. You just don't think of it because of, of the name of the place, right?
2: Of course Let they do. The
0: stereotypes take over. Pete can't do it.
1: Yeah, the number ten is the UK. Now, UK is also a, a usually a higher-rated show because they speak English and so do we. But uh, they are also downgraded due to the due to their not appreciation of fisting. Minimal fisting. Yeah, yeah they don't like it. Then it comes to the Russian block, Georgia, Russia, right? Yeah. Then going to Indonesia, the Netherlands. 14th oh, on the list.
2: Well, Poland. must be the Freshlanders. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so cold up there, the bottles.
3: After, after a nice uh, time in the fuckhouse, we listen to a podcast. Yes,
1: yeah, we
2: close our returns for fishing.
1: Well, let's <laughs> see what the Germans are doing.
2: Oh, the
3: Germans are fishing, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, looks like Pete says the Germans
1: are fishing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we all had for fuckles. <laughs> Arme- Armenia borders Georgia. You're wondering where Armenia is? Does it? Oh, yeah. It's on the, yeah, it's south of Georgia. And where the also, fuck is
1: Georgia? It borders another country called Ganja. <laughs> Ganja?
2: Yeah. Ganja. Oh, yeah. Asia.
1: Hey, you know what's next on the list, Dave? Your country. Poland, oh yeah, oh. squareheads. Where we used to have a phone. Remember, we made the list one time when we were the top one of the top hundred podcasts in Poland? Uh, in Poland. yeah, comedy podcasts in Poland. <laughs> yeah, that was a great that was a great week. That was a notch in the old belt, eh? The old Dutch owl belt. <laughs> yeah, because you know Poland is a hotbed of comedy podcasts. That's all I know about the Polish good sense of humor. That and their dumbest posts, <laughs> right? That's what I hear from all the jokes. They stink. Uh, Bulgaria? <laughs> the only thing I know about Bulgaria is uh, is Rusev, the wrestler. Other than that, I don't know anything. Brazil? All I know is that uh, they're clean shaven. Uh,
2: good at football.
1: And good, yeah, good football? at football. Like the clean shaven uh, buttholes. Oh yeah. Right, that's a big thing with like, them. They like bum play. That's their uh, Portuguese roots caused them to have butthole hair, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're. Spanish, or whatever. Clean that out. Makes them come up with ingenuity to get rid of the hair in their butthole. Hence the
2: Brazilian wax.
1: Yes. Next on the list, hungry. Hudge-vudge hungry. okay oh. eh? little special checking bag. <laughs> yeah. I saw Nusitaj uh, just uh, celebrated uh, the Hungarians. I love Hung- Hungarians because they're the ones that kept me alive with food my whole life.
2: Spicy, delightful meats.
1: Belgium. Well, Next on the list, yeah.
2: the fucking Belgians.
1: Now let me tell you something about the let me tell you something about the Belgians. Right?
2: Boring.
1: <laughs> Belgians have been around for a long time, and they used to be part of Holland back when they were uh, um, more respected. The lower
2: parts of Holland.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, then they ended up separating. This is what I know. And like, like Quebec wants to do. Yep. Except for in uh, Holland's opinion. Uh, the dumb people all left, <laughs> right?
2: Exactly. Ship himself <laughs> far, far south.
1: And the Belgian people say to the Dutch that they're all cheap, right? But they're like, we're like, where well, you're stupid, right? And that's the same in Europe as it is here. That's what I know. So have you what? Is, all, anyways, I want to. Co- I want to talk to Ma- Macintosh. You <laughs> yeah. got uh, out of all the countries that you co- took on tour that came through Canada. Yeah. What is the most peculiar? habits
0: peculiar habits like what
1: have you seen what have you seen when I mean, you've been out there in the world you've seen things
0: yeah there's a few i could think of like for the most part it's a lot of australians germans uh switzerland uk people oh yeah coming with us the swiss yeah yeah germans germans are big travelers too especially in canada but they're normally they have some weird habits sometimes
1: so what's a universal truth about the travelers like what do you know is about the Germans versus the Swiss or well, versus when they're coming
0: the... here to work the Germans are generally trying to work on a farm somewhere oh yeah Australians they're coming over to go snowboarding out west for uh, the most part so you can kind of tag them there figure out what so type
1: taking. of people you got farm kids from Germany
0: yeah, you get a lot of younger kids you know either coming out of university or about to go into it just trying to see the world a bit and you get a lot of solo travelers that's prime. I had a family from Austria once that was kind of strange. she had like a 13 year old son with him. oh yeah 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 they were pretty they were pretty psyched about it. but I had this German girl she had some weird behaviors. she um, she basically only ate food that she would find at hostels. We stayed at hostels everywhere yeah so one day she would just eat an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> that was her meal and uh, like she didn't like she seemed like she had money. Oh. she was buying weird shit all the time. And she'd buy spring waters all the time, like bags of spring water. And she also had the heaviest l- luggage, like this huge bag I had to throw on the roof of the van constantly. Yeah. One day I'm just like, like, what do you have in here? Like, what is so heavy? She's like, oh, it's my water. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, no, your water's in that bag. She's like, no, that's my other water. <laughs> she was carrying like 16 bags of like two liter like, water bottles, just like spring water, just in case. You gotta wash down in that case. bread. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I made her take it all out and store it in the back and uh
1: So you're tra- you're taking around like people in prime prime fucking age too, right? So you're traveling the world, no eyes on you. Yeah. They're in the twenties, so they're at their prime of their life as far as sex sexual uh peak or whatever. Oh yeah. You've gotta stay in hostels a lot of times, communal rooms.
0: Communal rooms can suck for that, that's for sure. So you
1: gotta be here in a bunch of strangers banging all around you
0: all the time man yeah, absolutely yeah. some people just like no they don't hold anything back They're like i don't care that there's people here yeah. like uh i've been telling the story on stage uh i stay at the montreal hostel and i was lucky enough i only had one roommate there's only two of us in the room but uh, i didn't get to see this guy i just saw his all his clothes laid out and i had to get up early because i had to drive so i had to go to bed but uh, I wake up at, like, 1 in the morning to this guy, like, coming back to the room with a girl. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so now I'm laying there. I'm like, maybe they'll see me and realize they can't do anything. No. And they just start making out on the bed and, like, shuffling. They're like, je me quoi, so je suis They're speaking French. <laughs> I can't speak French. I'm a terrible tour guide. But uh, so they're going at it. And I'm laying there just, like, trying to figure out, like, should I say something before they get too far? And, uh, what should I do? I don't even know what they look like. This
1: is a dark room.
0: Yeah, dark, dark room. Uh, one of them's real big. <laughs> I could tell that. Just, they're, they're on a bunk bed. They're at the bottom. But that thing's squeaking hard. Like, right. like a lot of heavy adjustments on the bed. So now I'm just trying to picture who's next to me. So I picture just like this big fucking dude with big ass hairy shoulders. And just like a stupid hipster haircut down the front. Just, like, a beard. Just, like, found some weird blonde chick with, a like, a pink streak through her hair and has weird teeth. And I have a lot of time <laughs> to think about this laying there, just really. Just looking at the seal. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck. When, like, they start taking off clothes and stuff and just things are getting sloppy sounding. And just, like, <laughs> like sex sounds weird and, like, foreplay sounds weird when you can't see it and you can only hear it. So between the French words, it just like sounds like someone vigorous, vigorously washing their hands. It's like, oh no, <laughs> someone's hand stuck in a mayonnaise jar. Like, <laughs> and we're back to fisting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's hand stuck
1: in a mayonnaise jar. Sure.
0: So I thought it would be a good idea to uh, pretend I was like talking in my sleep, <laughs> like to do some weird shit. And so I'm like trying ma- moaning and moving, and they're not noticing me. So I just. <laughs> I just yelled out, uh, Jimmy John has a pretzel car. (laughs) (laughs) It's random. Like, I'm getting really delirious and tired by this point. And they just stop for a second, and they look at me, and they just keep going at it. So there's no point. And then, like, (laughs) he starts going down on her. Like, they're kind of, like, talking the whole time. Just, like, small talk. Just, like, that's the French thing to do, I guess. Just dirty talk the whole time. But as he's going down on her, all of a sudden you just can't hear him anymore. He's just like, he's getting muffled. <laughs> <laughs> muffled. Bon. Yeah, it's a C'est wonderful bon. use of that
1: word. Yeah, muffled. Yeah. Muffled.
0: So at, at the point where I realized, I'm like, if I don't say something, I'm going to run out to the hall and get a fire extinguisher and blow them out of fucking bed. I just, uh, I took the funny route and I went, guys, can you knock it off? I'm trying to masturbate over here, please. <laughs> and I like pulled my covers over and turned, and they they're just like, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> and then like. And
1: then you saw them in the morning, right? Oh yeah, yeah. What I, were they? Oh, what was I, the reality? I ass
0: backwards. There, one of them was real big, wasn't wasn't the guy though. The guy was like a little skinny, little pale ginger guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Had the hipster her he had the hipster haircut though, I had that right. Oh yeah. And uh the big Samoan girl. <laughs> like I mean big all around, just big afro. Like couldn't believe it. Like this guy probably never gets laid. He's getting yeah. and <laughs> well, you were cock blocking him. Oh yeah. I felt kinda of bad after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyways, that's it. We nailed it everybody. Are you we wanting? It. A, well, I think we did. I'd like to thank Brandon McIntosh if you'd like to see Brandon. Woo. And you're in the Paris area. You can go see him July 21st at the, at the Grand Bayou in Paris, Ontario. Brandon, like thank you for coming in. You're always oh, a great pleasure to have you here. here thank you. And uh, he's, uh, he's, he's all over the place. You can see him in Kitchen Waterloo at Rhapsody quite often and, uh, on Tuesday nights. And, and uh, Brandon is a great guest of the show. And uh, thank you to everybody that's coming in to watch us. Thank you to the Nocturnal Emissions. If you'd like to tell a friend about uh, live from the Dutch Hall, that'd be great. You can also give us feedback. On uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can uh, give us an email at lifeinthedutchhall@gmail.com. Other than that, uh, guys, uh, we will see you n t. See you next Thursday. Woo.